We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 7 o'clock, Sports Radio 94. WIP, Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. That is how you hop aboard on this Tuesday night, and you know what it is? It's a playoff week. It is officially a playoff week here in Philadelphia. Saturday night, 8-15. The Giants are coming in, and the Eagles are going to win. Let's just start there. Let's just start there. The, the Eagles are going to win this game on Saturday against the New York Giants. And I, I know how this works. I know what we do. We did it in 2017. It is a natural feeling when the team was off for a week. There is a week of trepidation. There's some worry. There's some... Oh no, this could go wrong. Oh no, I'm worried about this or that. And and then we got, you know, watch the Giants against the Vikings on Sunday. And uh, as someone who thought the Giants would be nowhere near the playoffs, as someone who, you know, didn't think Daniel Jones was more than okay, I, I, they're obviously better than I thought. I mean, the Giants have, have turned their franchise around to the point they're in the divisional round. So they get credit for that. And they were impressive on Sunday. But I've heard far too much over the past week, far too much worry about this Eagles team. And I actually think we've now begun to underrate the Eagles. I mean, I I think over the last three or four weeks, because of the Hurts injury, which, by the way, Jalen Hurts fully off the injury report today, which may have been of all the good developments for the franchise in the last two weeks in terms of getting the number one seed and the way that the playoffs kind of fell in the first round. The biggest, the the most important thing that's happened here is Jalen Hurts is off the injury report. And, you know, I understand why down the stretch of the season there was worry and a lot of calls and, and hosts on this radio station talking about, yeah, I don't know, they're, they're, you know, maybe they peaked too early. I don't know. They, didn't play, they played the best football in November. I don't know. Injuries. I don't know. Rust. I don't know. Jalen Hurts. I don't know. Jonathan Gannon. On and on and on. We spent a week and a half talking about all the bad, and we've ignored the good on this football team. And I want to come out tonight to start this show by saying this. I am confident I am not concerned about this game. 215-592-9494. Where do you lie on this? Because I think everyone, as the games ended this week, and at least Sunday, right, because we didn't need to get it to last night to know who the Eagles were going to play. As soon as the Giants won that game, we knew the Giants were coming here on Saturday evening. So as soon as I saw the matchup, my first thought was confidence. I feel good about this. The Eagles get to play the worst team left in the NFC. I mean, that's it. We could talk all we want about how the Giants have improved, and they have. We give credit to Daniel Jones and Daybolt because they've turned that franchise around. They have. The Giants are not a laughing stock anymore. They are not on the Eagles' level. They are not on the Eagles' level. And I also think sometimes we, we have recency bias as fans. The last thing is the thing that becomes the most talked about thing. And that's, I think, a little bit natural, but it's, it's also missing the whole big picture here. The last thing we saw is the Giants go on the road and beat the Vikings at a playoff game, and Daniel Jones played one of the great playoff games maybe any quarterback ever has. I mean, Jones was outrageously good statistically on Sunday. And we forget the big picture. Do you know the Giants were outscored this season? You know they won three football games after the first week of November until obviously last week, I mean the regular season? They weren't that good of a team. They were at no point this year on the Eagles' level. At no point were they on the Eagles' level. 
Not, not, not for a second. And the last time these two teams played when they both tried to win the game. Let's remove Week 18 for a second because obviously the Giants didn't try to play that game. And we know the Eagles were just trying to get go through the motions, get a win, get out with Jalen Hurts playing. They've played one time this year in which the Eagles were trying to win the football game, and so were the Giants, up at MetLife Stadium about six weeks ago or seven weeks ago, whatever it was now, in early December. And the Eagles absolutely destroyed the New York Giants that day. That game was over three-quarters of the way through the first quarter. I mean, the game was over. It was a, The game was dead. The Eagles had won the football game. So you, you think about this matchup. You couldn't ask for anything more. Like I, I said here on, on Friday, I wanted the Cowboys because I wanted to beat the Cowboys. But just line it up. Look, Watch the teams play. Look at the quarterback play. Look at the coaches. Look at the overall talent. The Eagles got a break here. And you know what? They earned it. Because when you get the number one seed, you get the the privilege of hosting the worst team left the next week. The NFL does what other sports probably should, and they reseed the tournament. So the number one team not only gets the week off, but they get the worst team coming in. And the Giants are absolutely the worst team left. The San Francisco 49ers are a better team, and it pains me to say it, but the Dallas Cowboys are obviously a better team. And, and I, I, I sit here tonight with you, and I feel confidence in this football team. They are healthy. I mean, they could have 21 of 22 starters on Sunday – or Saturday, excuse me, Saturday. to remember that this week. Saturday. They could have 21 of 22 starters on the field on Saturday. Their quarterback that's been banged up for, you know, about five weeks now is was officially off the injury report today, which I think was a big – a pretty significant step. Like, you know, it's one thing to him for, to be limited – and then maybe upgrade to full as the week goes on. There was he just wasn't on the injury report today, which I I, I would count as a significant step for Jalen Hurts and the recovery process from the shoulder injury. Jalen Hurts is as healthy as he's been in a while. Lane Johnson's coming back. Twenty one of twenty two starters, home field advantage, and a Giants team now that while all the I mean all the national heads I mean you know they have the New York markets where they're all just foaming at the mouth. Because ESPN and Fox and all this, I mean, they, you know they want the Giants in this. And they're happy the Giants are in this because the further they go, it's more eyeballs. The New York market is outrageously big. So, yeah, of course the Giants angle is going to be pumped up. The Dable angle is going to be pumped up. The Daniel, That's fine. Let, let everyone talk about the Giants this week. Let's not forget they won nine football games this year out of 17. They were outscored during the season. This isn't a juggernaut coming in. It's a team that has holes. And a team the Eagles destroyed up in MetLife in early December. And I look at this game on Saturday. I look at, at how this transpired. I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't have drawn this up any better for the Philadelphia Eagles. We couldn't. And I don't have concern. You know, I heard Marks in the afternoon, and, and he's concerned about the, the matchup, rust, hurts, coaching, all that. I mean, I, I'm not trying to sit here and say that the Eagles are going to win this game by 17 points or 21 points. This is a divisional game. It's the NFL. We just watched divisional games this weekend. They tend to be tight. And that is is probably more likely than it is, you know, not. I'm not I, I don't believe this game will be over in the first quarter. But as I look at this team and where they're at and, and the path they're given, boy, I couldn't have drawn this up any better. I mean, the, the Eagles will, will in, in theory, get home games against Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy to get to the Super Bowl. I mean, just for a second, think about that. Daniel Jones improved. But Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy playing well, but Bro- in the beginning of the season, we talked about the hierarchy of the NFC quarterbacks, right? We talked about, all right, how much could Jalen Hurts improve? And could he get to the level of Rodgers and Brady and, and Matt Stafford and, and all that? 
We talked. That was a legitimate conversation we had here on this radio station all summer long. Could Jalen Hurts ascend to come close to the top level of the NFC? And you fast forward now to the middle of January, and the two quarterbacks that it looks like Jalen Hurts is going to have to get through, the Eagles are going to have to get through to get to the Super Bowl. We're talking about Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy. Can we please throw all of this fear out the window, all of this worry that we've been hearing about for two weeks and it's been permeating this radio station? I don't know about this and the coaches and that. Oh, I am confident the Eagles are going to get to the NFC Championship game. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. Eagles-Giants for the third time this year. A divisional matchup, a matchup we just saw two weeks ago, although that game, I really don't know what we take from that. 8-15 Saturday night. We know it's set now. Look, we all had a feeling when the Giants and Vikings game ended, around 8 o'clock or so on Sunday evening, you knew then, and we all knew then, that, that the Giants were coming in here. What was your what, What's the first feeling? Like, what, what are you feeling right now? Is it concern for the matchup, for the divisional aspect, for the coaching aspect, for Jones improvement, whatever? Or are you like me? Are you confident that this football team is going to be ready for this game? I'm not trying to lie to you guys to pretend the Eagles have played their best football the last three or four weeks, but I also don't think that momentum stuff matters. I think rest matters more than momentum, and I believe this Eagles team will be ready in front of a home crowd that hasn't seen a home playoff win in five years. I mean, it's been a while now since we've seen a home playoff victory in Philadelphia. It was it was the Super Bowl run, right? That's it. And, I mean, I'm trying to think now. It's in that year, they won two home playoff games. Besides that, how many home playoff wins have been here in the last whatever years? It feels like for as successful as the Eagles have been, and they've been more successful than not, they've had very few home playoff victories in the last 15 years. Unless I'm unless I'm completely blanking on something, I believe the two that we just referenced, right, the Falcons and the Vikings. Before that, is it the, is it the home win over the Giants in 06? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's just it's been a long like this 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 city has not had a lot of these kind of nights where it's gone the Eagles way. There's, there's been road playoff games in 08, road playoff games in in obviously 18 in Chicago in in New Orleans. We had the game here in 19 against the Seahawks where Wentz gets knocked out of the game. There just hasn't been that many of them. And Saturday night's a chance for this city to go nuts. And I think there's going to be reason to cheer. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's how you hop aboard, Tucker. What are you feeling? Confident or concerned for this one on Saturday? No, I think you should feel confident, and I say that with a grain of salt because I think the Giants are a team that won't beat themselves. You look at how they played against Minnesota, you look at how they played against the Eagles two weeks ago. This is a team that doesn't turn the ball over. They're second in the NFL in turnovers. I think they're a top-five red zone offense and a top-five red zone defense. They play fundamentally sound base or football. The way they lose games is just by their talent discrepancy, and it's up to the Eagles to, to, to play that up, right? It's up to Jalen Hurts to play like Jalen Hurts. It's up to the offensive line to protect him against Wink Martindale's blitzing defense. It's up to the defense to not really let Danny Jones get on a roll. I mean, if you played this matchup out on paper, the Eagles are a touchdown favorite. The Eagles are superior to the Giants, really, in every unit. You can take, go by position by position. You can do whatever you want. I don't think there's any matchup that the Giants outflank the Eagles on. So I'm not too worried about that, but I am worried about the Eagles... I don't know if they're rusty, but they haven't played good football since that first time they played the Giants, right? For the last four weeks, I think they have nine or ten turnovers in the last four games, and obviously Gardner Minshew 
started a couple of those. But this is a team that struggled to hold on to the ball. This is a team that has struggled against the run. This is a team that struggled in the red zone the last couple of weeks. They struggled on third down um, towards the end of the season. I mean, they, they are not without their issues. But after two weeks, if this team and this coaching staff are as good as we think they are, they should come out on Saturday night and they should – Beat the doors off the Giants. It shouldn't be that close. 215-592-9494. What feeling is there? What, like, what are you feeling right now as we think about this game and look forward to a playoff game here in Philadelphia on Saturday night? Is it confidence or concern? And hey, listen, if you're concerned, it's okay. We'll talk you off the leads. We'll, we'll give you reason to feel bad. And that's okay. I mean, I get it. I was driving around today listening to Marks and Reese. I mean, Marks is... I mean, he's, he's, he's concerned. I mean, you, you feel it. You feel it listening. He's concerned about the matchup. And the divisional aspect of this certainly adds something because we just watched a couple divisional games over the weekend that were, were tight. The Ravens with a backup quarterback went to Cincinnati, and they, I mean, you can make a case they should have won the game. What a crazy play with, you know, a swing, you know, as big of a swing in a playoff game you'll ever see with that the fumble by the goal line and then the return the other way. And then Miami went to Buffalo, and, you know, they were right there at the end despite a third-string quarterback. So, Divisional games, we know it, can be tight, can be difficult. But I am confident in this Eagles team. I'm confident in a healthy Jalen Hurts, and I'm confident the Eagles, their talent level is far greater. Not just greater, it's far greater than the Giants. 215-592-9494. Confident or concerned as we know the matchup. Giants and the Eagles Saturday night. Frankie is in Roxburgh. What's up, Frankie? Doing, buddy. Frankie, doing well, bud. What's on your mind? What are you thinking? Joe, I'm not concerned one bit. Remember remember in the beginning, like, uh, the fans, like, I don't know what they're scared about, but remember when when uh, you used to get in so many arguments about Jalen, like people were saying he's not going to be this, he's, he stinks, he can't. He doesn't have an arm. Do you remember those days, Joe? Oh, of course. Noodle arm, can't throw the ball down the field, all that kind of stuff. Okay, right. So, and me and you, I was, I was, I was for Jalen the whole time. I, ne- I never doubted or anything. But, Joe, if we don't turn the ball over, there's nobody that can beat us. No one. Well, yeah, the, I think the only team that could beat them is themselves. And I think they, right. Frankie, I think That's they they kind of realize that. I think they kind of know it, too. I mean, Hurts said that after the final game of the season. They're, they're the only ones that, if they lose, it's their fault, right? They'll beat themselves or not, or they'll keep moving on. And I, and I think they know that. And, and we've seen it this year. When they protect the football, they've been great. Right. And, Joe, I, I saw the news today, right? And Jalen was talking – He's back, Joe. He he said he made a comment. He says it's football, and there's a bounty on me every week, and I'm not I'm not going to change my game. Well, he can, and Frankie, I think, and I appreciate it, buddy, and and I I like that. You know, it tells me two things. One, he's right. He, he is absolutely right. The Jalen Hurts needs to be able to use his legs. The offense needs to use his legs. He needs to run for this offense to be at, at its peak. I mean, we, as much as he's grown as a passer, and he's grown a lot, if this offense is one-dimensional, they're, they're not that hard to defend if they are just a passing game or just a running game. When it's blended together and when defenses don't know what's coming and the RPO game is in and they have to worry about Jalen running, it makes it impossible to stop them. That's, that's why I believe Hurts has to run. So, one, the fact that he said that 
makes me feel like he's ready to run. And two, it makes me feel like he's healthy. Now, now we'll see. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Two, two things. One, we're going to see as the injury report goes throughout this week because the NFL teams, you just can't lie. I mean, they, they just they have to tell the truth on the injury report, and teams do. Right, they'll get now. They're not going to tell us exactly what's going on, but by their actions on the, the way they list players, they got to give you something. And the fact that Jalen Hurts was off the injury report today is significant. Now, is he when they do a full practice? Is he limited? Or I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I imagine he's going to be either limited or full. Now he's you know he's obviously practicing every day, but he may they had no designation today. He may have no designation the rest of the week now at this point, which tells me he's ready to go back to playing his way. And that's the way the Eagles needed to play. 215-592-9494. Tell you, hop on. Jay is in Roxburgh. Hey, Jay. Hey, hey, man. What's up? What's up, Jay? What are you thinking? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm confident, but I, I say one thing. Uh, I want to I change, you know, what you said. Now, you said that the Giants are the fourth, you know, the, uh, the worst team left, you know, and I want to change that up. I want you to say that they're the fourth best team because – once you get into the playoffs, we can't use that word worse anymore. You know, these guys, they seem like they rally around each other. We might not know the names. They might not be household names, but it doesn't matter. When you, that's, that's how Giants teams have always been. been a bunch of guys who just play together at the right time. You know, so they, they, they bear watching. You can't just think that you're just going to walk in there and just, you know, do whatever you want to do. So I'm, I'm I'm confident, and as long as Hertz is okay, I think we'll we'll uh, you know take care of business, you know. Well, they will, but, and I, and I hear your point, Jay. Um, they're the fourth best, but they are the worst. I can't not say it. I mean, there's four teams. Who's the fourth team in the NFC? It's them right now. Yeah, but that's not worse. But the word worse, though, man, because the, when you say worse, it almost sounds like they're bad. You know, and that that's right now. Right now, they're not playing bad football. You know, just watching that game against Minnesota, you know, uh, they seem like they understand what they're doing, and their coaches understand. So all I'm saying is that you know I don't I don't call any of these teams bad. You know, before you know, uh, you know, when you look at the AFC over the weekend, you know, Miami was probably what you would say the worst team, but mm-hmm. they gave it up at the end. Uh, the Buffalo, they they were in jeopardy, and the Ravens almost had it. They didn't reach over the. Uh, goal line to get that ball. Well, you're right about that. And and Jay, you're right. Very close games. And and that's the vision games tend to be tight. I mean, that's where they know each other. But here's the bottom line of the Giants. And and I understand Jay's point. And look, if I was in the Eagles locker room, would I be calling the Giants bad? No, I'm not in the Eagles locker room. I'm I'm sitting here at at WIP. I can call the Giants the fourth, the the worst team in the NFC left. I mean, here's the reality. Point differentials of the four teams left in the NFC. Eagles one plus 133. Dallas plus 125. San Francisco plus 173. Giants minus six. Okay, in the division this year, we have three teams from the NFC East in the divisional round, which is, is pretty you know amazing. 133, uh, excuse me, uh, wins in the NFC East. Eagles, four. Cowboys, four. Giants won one game in this division. Okay, so this was the best division. Giants won one game. This conference and this league, the Eagles, uh, Cowboys, and Niners all plus 100 in point differential, Giants minus six. I mean, it's clear the line of, of differentiation. I mean, the line, it's different. The one te- three teams are really good, uh, borderline great with the Eagles and Niners, and the Giants are not in that league. Christian is up on WIP. Hey, Christian. Hey, what's going on? Long-time listener, first-time caller. What's up? What I are you thinking? I just want to say, look. 
What's up? What are you thinking, Christian? What's on your mind? Look, all, all I'm saying is, and I'm a Giants fan, I'm a Giants fan, and my wife's an Eagles fan, and we go back and forth. But all I'm saying is we had a rough patch, but we're getting it together. So you just can't count us out, man. Everybody goes through it. I mean, don't get me wrong. If Jalen Hurts is on his game, it's it's gonna you you guys you guys should blow us out. But the way he played last week, I man, I think I think it's gonna be it could come down to anybody's game. Yeah, but you don't really think the Giants are gonna win this game, Christian? Come on now. I yeah, I think yeah, I think I I really think they got a chance, man. If he comes in playing like he played last week, I know you say you don't believe in that momentum stuff, but if he comes in playing like he played last week. You guys got you guys got a game on your hands. It might be a game. It's a divisional game, Christian. I understand all that. But the Giants are not going to the NFC Championship game. They were outscored this season. Christian, come on. Your team won three but, games in November and December combined. Three games. But you don't make it to the playoffs not being some type of team. I mean, sure you do. Come they on now. Come Christian, on now. they they let 14 teams in now. I mean, Christian, come on for a second. Appreciate the phone call. Can we stop with the well, if you make the playoffs, you got to be pretty good. Did you watch the Vikings? I just think it's funny that the Giants are getting hyped up after beating the Vikings. The Vikings stunk. So, someone was going to win that game and feel good about themselves. And they're playing another team that's very similar. Now the Vikings had 13 wins, the Giants had nine, so it felt like, whoa, the Giants, look what they did. They beat a 13-win team. They beat a team that was just like them. They're, they were both very you know, average, mediocre kind of teams. That That's what those teams were. Like I, every, I, There's a lot of hype on the Giants right now. Are Have they improved from where they were in the beginning of the season? They have. Has Jones improved? He has. The, the, I don't think they're a complete pushover. They are the worst NFC team left. The, if the Eagles had their choice, they would have scripted it exactly like this. Jalen Hurts healthier, 21 of 22 starters, bye week at home, and they get the Giants. That is the script, and, and they would have chosen this. 215-592-9494. I'm confident. Sounds like Tucker's pretty confident. I hope you guys are, but I want to hear if you're concerned as well. I'll tell you what, it's not just us, though. We got a Hall of Famer here, a Hall of Famer that is confident that the Eagles are going to win this game without a problem. You'll hear that guy next, 215-592-9494. Tell you, hop aboard. I am confident. And then we have to get into the Sirianni Pizza Hut thing because this, what is going on down there at the Novacare Complex? We'll talk about it on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard on this Tuesday night. We look ahead to Saturday. There's a playoff game here in Philadelphia, and I know there's some worry out there. There's, well, the Giants are playing better, and they're well-coached, and Dable and Jones, and they just got momentum and all that kind of nonsense. Here's the facts. The Eagles are a better football team by a lot, and I believe the Eagles are going to win this game on, on Saturday and move on to the NFC Championship game. I'm not concerned. In fact, I'm confident in the Eagles on Sunday. Where do you lie? Confident or do you have some concerns? And it's okay. It's okay if you do. We'll talk you off the list. 215-592-9494. Look, it's one thing for me to say I'm confident. It's one thing for Tucker to express some confidence. But how about we listen to a Hall of Famer? Deion Sanders last night on the Manning cast. Here's what Deion had to say as he and Eli were having some fun with the game. Deion talking about the NFC title game uh, and kind of overlooking the Giants as part of it. Here's that exchange. I see them going against Philly in the championship game, and it's going to be a great one. You know the Eagles play the Giants next week, right? You're aware, you're aware of that? Yeah, Eagles going to win. <laughs> you know that, right? I, I know you. you I, come on, that's just like that. that's just like Peyton. Hey, this is like yeah, the come NFC on. East, Eli. Peyton, he knows who's you playing. don't see Peyton on here talking about Indy. Do Peyton get on here talking about Indy? Huh? <laughs> Thank you. No. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> let it go, Eli. <laughs> Prime knows. Apparently, Eli's going to be here at the game on, on Saturday, so that'll be fun. He'll get, he's expecting to, um, to have a warm reception, I'm sure. Look, some Prime knows. Prime gets it. This is an Eagles spot on Saturday night. 215-592-9494. All right, let's go to the phone lines here, and then we will get to this Nick Sirianni Pizza Hut thing because, listen, I, I feel like I've been pretty fair. I feel like I've been pretty supportive of Sirianni uh, over the last two years, but this is – it's a shame. I mean, it's a shame on a lot of levels. So we'll talk about it. Let's talk to Rich in Harrisburg. What's up, Rich? Rich. We'll get back to Rich. I think there's a there's a shower <laughs> up there. Uh, once once in a while, I got to tell you. Once in a while, when we go to a caller and they're having a, a ra- I mean, no, that that wasn't um, a big deal. It was like a, re- it felt like a regular, normal conversation. Like, oh, this person's got a shower. Like, it felt like a, a house, right? That we, oh, we eavesdropped yeah, on a house. Yeah, probably not a conversation that they wanted broadcasted over <laughs> WFA. <laughs> probably. Well, that, listen. Broadcast. That, broadcast. Yeah, that, that, I think that's part of the game, though. When you call in 
and you're on hold, we can put you up at any time. At any time. You got to be ready. Yeah. Also, I, it's not like it was a, a sneak attack. I said Rich in Harrisburg. I mean, maybe he isn't in Harrisburg. That probably, maybe that threw him off. Maybe he's somewhere else. In oh, oh, but I did say his the, his name. As he he goes by Rich when he he said to you, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of callers forget the alias they give me. Yes, I'm sure that happens quite often. But again, that's not on me or you. That's that's on the call. Let's go to Robbie uh, in Delray. I assume his name is is Robbie, and I assume he's in Delray. And I assume he's ready to talk. Hey, Robbie. I am right here, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. You got it, man. What's on your mind? What are you thinking? I just want to talk about all this negativity that's, you know, that we're talking about the Eagles. It's just, it's ridiculous. We're acting like the Giants are on like a, a 18 game winning streak. They just upset the Kansas City Chiefs or something, and everyone's thinking we're going to lose. Everyone's talking about like Jalen Hurts' arm is falling off his body. The whole playing the same team three times in a season. I'm just sick and tired of hearing it, and I don't understand why we're being so negative. Robbie, I think a little bit is the way the Eagles played down the stretch. I mean, if anyone's being serious, if you're really worried about the Giants, I think it's a little silly, right? Like, you're right. They haven't won a lot of games in a row. They they won nine games in a 17-game season. They were outscored by their opponents. Like, this is not a... Like this is not a great team, right? They're okay, and obviously they're better than they have been in years. But they're they're just an okay football team. Now, Robbie, I do get a little bit of the worry. Like the Eagles haven't played well in about four or five weeks, but this happens. Like teams do that, and then they rev it back up again. I, I just think people are forgetting how good this team has been all year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, 2017, we weren't playing our best football going into the playoffs, and then I mean, look what happened. Like these teams have to come to Philly and play. At the link, I don't understand. I, I don't think people understand how tough that's going to be. And kind of going like going back to the Giants, they're yeah, they got a playoff win, but they they beat the frauds of the NFL. Like we all saw this coming. It's no surprise. Not like they beat this great team. I mean, they beat the Vikings, and I don't see that as as an impressive win. Yeah, they got a, a playoff win, their first playoff win in a while, but against the Vikings. A Vikings team that everyone said all year, and Robbie, we appreciate it, we were frauds, and everyone was right. I mean, the, the Vikings might be the worst team you'll ever see win 13 games in a season, ever. I mean, that that's how underwhelming the Vikings were. They had a terrible pass defense. I mean, no one should be surprised what happened uh, in the last game. Now, I, I think there's a difference between res- having some a healthy level of respect for the opponent. Like, I, I don't think the Giants are bad. I don't think the Eagles are win this game by 40 points. Like, they're playing a representative NFL team that earned their way to the divisional round. That's all well and good. I don't think there's any way the Eagles are losing this game. If the Eagles play a, re- I mean, a relatively clean game on Sunday, you know, not turn the ball over four or five times, they're going to win the game and go to the NFC Championship game. They are better at quarterback. They are better on the offensive line. They are better on the defensive line. They're better in the secondary. They're better at linebacker. I mean, they're better everywhere. It's why... They beat this team twice, and it's why I think they'll beat them again. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard here. Joe is in Collegeville. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. How are we doing tonight? Good, Joe. What are you thinking? So, you know, when when, when the uh, Giants won, I, I knew the Eagles were going to win. I, you know, the whole beating a team three times in one season, I immediately jumped on the Internet. I looked at the history of it. It was like 21 times it's happened, and it's it's not lopsided by any stretch. But I did notice that in the year 2000, the Giants beat us three times straight. So I, I just started looking at the numbers, and I'm like, let me just see something here. So I ran the first two games 
point differential was 32 points here, and the point di- differential in the two games is 32 points. So I'm going out on a limb, and I'm going to say the Giants won in 2000. They beat the Eagles 20-10. to 10. I say we're going to beat them 20-10. to 10. And I think 2000, the Giants won the Super Bowl, I think. They went. They lost to the that Ravens defense with uh, Ray Lewis okay. and those guys. They went. But, Joe, you know what's interesting about your comparison? Uh, I think it's, a, it's, in, it, like, it's interesting to go back in history and look at it. It's, it's the same kind of teams, too, because that year the Giants were the number one seed. And I'm trying to remember the Eagles' record. It was either 9 or 10, right? That was the first uh, playoff trip with Andy Reid. So, like, they were right. kind of a wild card, you know, get in the playoffs. But I don't think the ceiling was – NFC title game or Super Bowl. It's, it's very similar, I think, to these two teams, but just, the you know, it's kind of reversed. Right, right. But I think the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl this year, so there's a little difference there. Yeah, well, you know what? Let's get there first and then go win the game. Yeah. Joe, we appreciate the phone call. It's funny, uh, right. last night, Joe, appreciate it. You Douglas was on uh, the players' lines last night. It was Hassan Reddick, uh, Elliot Shore Parks, Ruben Frank. Yeah, but this is the uh, the Brandon Graham show. Brandon Graham show. Um, so this was right before he made appearances on every show. Okay, he, he, I think he's just he's excited to be here, and uh, he was on last night. Brandon Graham show last night. Here's what you had to say because obviously he's part of that Eagles team losing three times to the Giants back in 2000. I remember when we played him in the playoffs one year. Ron we Dixon. lost to him. We lost to him three times in a row. So Brandon, I say that to say this. Y'all got to get some get back, man. You know what I mean? Because I remember that. Because I, I remember we went into the playoffs. We was feeling real good. And they spanked us. They went to the Super Bowl and got spanked. Ron Dixon oh, yeah. took the, the opening kickoff back. Yeah, for man. I remember that. Like it was, and you talk, about, you talk about pain because I went into that game. We went into that game feeling real confident. Yeah. Because that whole mantra, oh, it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. They beat us. They beat us pretty bad. So I say that. that y'all got to go out there. And y'all got to spank them cats, man. I'm with you, man. That's I'm, why I gotta say gotta we got to have that mindset of, like, just do what we do. Like, you know, don't worry, don't worry about nothing that they do. Make sure that you keep your sword sharp and just get ready when the, when the, when the opponent try to come get it. So let's talk about the, the numbers there. And that's a good exchange uh, between Brandon and, and John Marks, obviously. And It's like 150 sacks between the three of them. How many does Marks have? Zero. Okay, I just want to, I want to get my math uh, correct. Well, I didn't want to leave him out of the calculation. I, I mean, he's on. The, he's on. He's part of the show. They're all discussing the same thing, and and I think it's fair to say those three together combined for 150 sacks. In the you want to throw Howard in there too? The number doesn't change. Yeah, but it's not as impressive. Four, you know, 150 divided by four. Nah, the three. It's like they're all big time pass rushers. But so so let's go into the numbers here on that a second. I, th- I think it's interesting. You're going to hear it over and over over the next three or four or five days. So now, because we had a, our last call brought it up, I believe the updated numbers are 15 and 9. I think it's happened 24 times in NFL history because I saw it on Sunday and then someone corrected me because I didn't include the Niners just did this, did this to the Seahawks, right? On Saturday, they beat them for the third time this year. So we now have 24 instances in NFL history where a team has swept a team in the regular season and then played them again in the, in the postseason. So the updated numbers now, the team that won the first two, like this, you know, obviously the Eagles won the first two against the Giants this year, 15-9 and nine in game number three. So I think there's two ways to read that number. Number one, stop panicking, right? 15-9 and nine is still really good. But there also is the other side of this, Tucker, that I think is, is worth noting. Nine times the team that didn't win the first time did come back and win the third time. Like, it, I think the way to frame this is it is not hard to beat a team a third time if you beat them twice. It is probably a little bit harder the third time. Yeah, and that's as expected, right? Because if you're a team like the Giants who are in the postseason, you probably are playing better football. Right. I just, I know we want to look at things, and I know we want to look in absolutes and things. I just, 
I don't know if it's 15 to nine. I don't really view that as statistically significant. Yeah, I would say if it was 500, or if it was like 20 and tw- let's say 23 and two or something. That's like oh yeah. I mean, like if you want to look for things that make you feel better, make you feel more confident. Like the Giants haven't won at Lincoln Financial Field in like a decade. Yeah, I and mean, we could go through a lot of these different things, and we could also just talk about the fact that the Giants. I mean. I guess we have to say the Vikings are a good team. They did win 13 games. But when was how many good teams have they beat? When was the last time they beat a good team other than Minnesota last week? Like they haven't exactly rolled through some good teams. I believe their their wins in the in the last two months of the season, Texans command, and, and Commanders, right? And they, Commanders. Yeah, I mean those are their three wins post like the second week of of, of November. I yeah, mean, since Halloween, they beat the Texans, tied the Commanders, beat the Commanders, beat the Colts. And then obviously won this playoff game, but like they're not—they didn't just take down the Chiefs and the Bills. I mean, they beat Jacksonville to improve to six and one, but that isn't a team that really impressed anybody early in the season. I guess they beat a Lamar Jackson-led Ravens team in Week Six. That's a pretty good win, yeah. But again, this is a lot. It's funny. I think people give them credit for improving, but I thought they had more impressive wins when they were a worse team, like that Raven game or whatever. But like, I'm—I'm I'm just not that concerned. Fifteen and nine. You know, we go through the history of all this. I'm not concerned. I'm confident the Eagles are going to win this football game on Saturday. 215-592-9494 gets you aboard. Where do you fall on this? Confident or concerned? And I've heard a lot of concern. And I understand, you know, if you're out there and you have those feelings, you're not alone. I mean, I heard the afternoon show today debating, you know, kind of where they're at in their confidence and, and how Jalen Hurts is going to play. I expect Jalen Hurts to play well. Jalen Hurts has played outstanding football of the season off the injury report today. So I think there could be some, some rust, a little choppiness, uh, and and really more than that, you know, these teams know each other so well. I don't. I'm not sitting here telling you I think the Giants are going to, you know, Eagles are going to score 45 points on on Saturday night, but I do expect them to go win this football game, and I'm confident. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. All right, back to the lines here in a second, but we got to throw this in the mix because I'm just I, I don't even know what what went on today. So. Uh, we'll play the full Sirianni press conference for you coming up before the show is over. Uh, hear from the head coach and what he had to say today about Jalen, about Avante Maddox, Lane Johnson, about the week of prep, all that. But he threw out the idea that, uh, I guess it was yesterday, the, him and the coaches, they, they were together and had Pizza Hut while they watched the – two days ago now while, – while they watched the Giants and the Vikings game because they wanted the stuffed crust pizza. Yes. Yeah, so – I, my my first reaction was I was I was taken aback because I feel like you could just close your eyes and and walk into a a good pizza place in this area. I mean, there's certain areas that are known for certain things, and I I would say this area, I would say the Philadelphia area, surrounding areas, South Jersey. I mean, there's a lot of good pizzerias around here, and I feel like I'm a pretty tough grader on pizza. I've always felt that. I I, I think. I think too many people just say anytime they have a pizza pizza, it's good. Well, that's not true. There's also not good pizza. But there's a lot of actually good pizza around here that I just, I don't get ordering from, and it's not an anti-pizza hut thing, just to make sure I say that. Are you mad because they won't sponsor the show? Now, if they'd like to sponsor this show, sponsor the new Midday show, any show they want. I mean, I'd love for pizza to sponsor us. I'll eat as much stuffed crust pizza as you could give me. That's not the point. The point is any chain pizza feels bizarre in this area. Now, at one point in my life, for a year, I lived down in Maryland. And they don't make good pizza in Maryland. They just don't know how to do it. It's just, it's all average or okay pizza. So, you know, if you live in an area like that, I get it. Like, all right, I'll just go with Chain X or Chain Y, whatever. And I did that a few times when I lived in that area because I didn't like the the local pizza. Here we have good pizza. 
How are the Eagles, with the resources to get any pizza they want in the area, ordering Pizza Hut? It doesn't make sense because as someone who lived in South Philly for a few years, there's a million great pizza places down there, and depending on what kind of pizza you want, you you can find it. And there really isn't a Pizza Hut near the 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 link or or near the Novacare complex. Like there isn't a Pizza Hut really in Philadelphia. I think there might be one out on like 60th and and Walnut, or maybe one up in the Northeast. But and trust Tucker knows. I mean, as many people as I know in this world. You you might be the biggest pizza guy. You you love pizza. I love pizza. I eat pizza at least once a week. I, I eat chain pizza quite a bit. I had Domino's after our show on Friday night, strictly because there aren't pizza places open at like twelve thirty on a Friday Friday night Saturday yeah. morning. So that's kind of what I I get left with. But I don't know. I, I just think it's weird because you had to dedicate a lot of extra resources to go get worse pizza. So maybe it was the kind of thing where one of the coaches brought it from near wherever they live, where we're, you know, a suburb. Yeah, they someone lives in Jersey or Delaware. Yeah, suburb, and, they, and they, it was near their house they brought it. All right, so let's throw this in the mix, because Tucker asked me a question today, and I, I actually I don't know the answer. I'm going to give you an estimate, an estimation. It's almost like the Eagles injury report in a walkthrough. I don't have a real answer for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to estimate. So I wondered today, and Tucker asked me, when is the last time you ate Pizza Hut? And... My best guess on the last time I ate pizza was 2008. Okay, I, I uh, went to school at the Sales University, Center Valley, near Allentown. And, I mean, when you're in college, you don't have any money. And at that point, they sold the Pizza Hut buffet. So my friends and I would go. I think it was five bucks. I mean, five bucks to eat as much pizza. And they had dessert pizza at the time, which was, was I'm sure, very unhealthy, but it was delicious. So we would go there and just eat for an hour. And then I'd, you know, I'd be stuffed for the whole day. I think the last time I had Pizza Hut was 2008. Tucker? It was November. Of? Of last year, November of 2022. Two I months in, ago? I was in Florida, and you want to talk about a place that doesn't really have good pizza. It's Florida, but I was in a hotel. I think it was in the middle of a hurricane watch, so everything was shut down. You couldn't get anywhere. You weren't allowed to leave the hotel. They put up a little flyer on a door saying, please don't leave, don't go on your balcony. So I went online, and I found out there was a Pizza Hut that would deliver to the hotel. So I got Pizza Hut delivered because I didn't want to pay for room service. <laughs> I'm sorry. Some delivery drivers risked their life to get you a pizza. I had to go down to the lobby of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel because that's where my girlfriend's company put us up. And there a Pizza Hut delivery driver was next to all the, the five-star people. Guys, blowing away in the wind, handing you a Pizza Hut pizza. All right, 215-592-9494 to hop in. Confident or concerned in the Eagles. And then when, when you hop on... Just tell us, ballpark it, the last time you had Pizza Hut. I mean, I, look, I went there all the time as a kid. I'm not an anti-Pizza Hut guy. I just I mean, feel, it was great in the 90s. Yeah, oh, in the 90s, it was it was the place to be on a Friday night. Like, there's no place to be besides Pizza Hut. I just, ha- I just haven't had it in so long. I, I, I don't know anyone else that goes except Tucker. This, and because of where we live. Like, we live in an amazing pizza area. My, my family, my wife, my kids, let's have pizza. And I never think... I'm going to go find the closest, you know, still open pizza and bring some pizza home. Last time you had pizza. John is in Barrington. What's up, John? How you doing? Good, John. What are you thinking on this? Confident, concerned, where are you? I agree with you uh, so much on this. I don't even think it's close. And it's just, the Giants are a good team. They are. But they're just not in the class, the Eagles. And all the arguments are ridiculous. Brian Dable's such a great coach. He is a good coach. What is Nick Sirianni, an idiot? Like, like, like it's not like there's such a disparity, disparage between the coaches. It's really not. The guy's fourteen and three. 
Well, and, and to, John, to your point, I mean, these two teams played early December, right? Both teams still needed the win desperately, right? right. The Giant Eagles are trying yeah. to win the division. Giants trying to make the playoffs. And the Eagles just destroyed them. I mean, same coaches, yeah, same defensive it, coordinators, right. they destroyed them. The, the other thing is they, they're going to have to – for the Giants to win, the Giants will have to score, I believe that, 40 points to win. The Eagles are going to score a lot of points against that defense. They are going to score. You know, the idea that they're going to stop the Eagles is just insane. Yeah, they're good. They did a good job on offense. The Vikings went up and down the field. You think the Eagles aren't going to go up and down the field? Well, they'll, they'll do without, it even more. Without, without, yeah. without Cousins? Without yeah. Cousins? Yeah, they'll do it even more because they have they have more of a diverse running game, and they have, they have more balance yeah. than the Vikings are, they're yeah. It's just, just matchups are just what they are. And, and yeah, I think Brian Diebel is going to be great. Don't get me wrong. I'm a I'm a huge fan. There's no way that he is going to just come here. And I know people don't like him, but really, Gannon's a good coach. The other uh, the offense coordinator is a good coach. The head coach is a good coach. They had a week off. They, they they're healthy. They have every advantage. They're a better team and have every advantage. Well, I you mean, know, I lo- John, I love the way you framed it there at the end. They're, they're, they're healthy and they have every advantage. I mean, that's exactly what we all want to sign up for. John, when was the last time you had Pizza Hut? I haven't had it since probably 98. 98? That might have been peak pizza. John, we appreciate the phone call. 98? That's my pizza 08 to kind shame. of aged like Ken Griffey Jr., didn't it? Like, it also peaked in, in 98. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, that's, a, that's a good way to describe it. 98, I imagine I was watching a lot of Ken Griffey Jr. highlights or just games or what a sports center or whatever. Under VHS? Yeah, and I and I was going to Pizza Hut. Um, so John just mentioned there, the Giants, he thinks the Giants need to get, get to 40 points to win this game. Let's go through the Giants uh, game by game, how much they scored this season. 21, 19, 16, 20, 27, 24, 23, 13, 24, 18, 20, 20, 22, 20, 24, 38, 16, and 31. The Giants have scored more than 30 points twice this season. But twice in the last three weeks. Well, they're, hot. they're hot. Well, they're hotter, hotter than they have been. Uh, those defenses they play were the Colts and the Vikings, by the way. Not exactly the Eagles defense. Um, they're... And, one was at home, one was in a dome. They are not coming here and scoring 40 points. I mean, you, you could write that one down right now. You, I'll guarantee that. They're not coming here and scoring 40 points on Saturday night. No way. Donald did Chester. Hey, Donald. Hey, hey, buddy. How you been? Donald, I'm doing well, buddy. We got a playoff game this weekend. How you doing? Man, I'm listen, listen, I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident. This, this team, this team was put together for this, for this reason. And, and, uh, you know, and like I told you before, there, there's there's a good mix mix here of, of vets vets from the Super Bowl team, and then you have young young players coming in, used to being on the big stage in college. So so I'm I'm confident that they'll rise to the to the occasion. I kind of you know, in a sense of a way, I kind of feel bad for the Giants. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. You know, I yeah, I don't, I, Donald. I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> that, that, well, listen, when you're a six seed, you got to go play the one seed. That's the way this works. Well, well, you you know what I mean, though. I know, <laughs> you know. I got you. We got Josh. I mean, we got 21 or 22 starters back. Josh, Josh Sweat is back. I'm glad for that. You know, so so we're 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 
we're going into this thing healthy, you know. So it's it's um I'm looking I'm looking I'm with you on it too, Joe. You know I'm I'm with you, bro. You know I'm confident that that, that we're going to win. I'm you know I'm looking at by uh by two two touchdowns at least. Well, that Donald, if they do that, we're all going to feel great next week before we get to the Niners game or the Cowboys game the week after. Donald, when was the last time you had pizza? What's your best guess? Yeah, it was about ninety. Yeah, about ninety-eight. I think, and Donald, we appreciate it. this. Is giving me more like it. it the, it's making more sense why I, I see fewer pizzas now because our last two callers haven't had it. You know, in twenty-five years. Yeah, I mean, if I had to say the last time I sat down at a pizza, it would be like decades ago. Yeah, I think you're going to be the outlier tonight as we we talk to our, our callers about like how often people recently had Pizza Hut. Did you remember like sitting at Pizza Hut and the buffet and the it was the, best. the lamps and was, the checkered tablecloths? It was the, the the like kind of the red cups. Yeah, like if I had to describe the '90s to somebody in like under 45 seconds, I would just take them to a Pizza Hut dining room. Well, I would take them to Pizza Hut. We'd have our pizza, then we'd go to Blockbuster next door and rent, rent some VHSs or video games. Or it sounds like a dream. It, it was fun. I mean, it was it was good for the times. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's how you hop in. Confident or concerned? Where are you right now? As we know the matchup, we have it all set. Eight fifteen Saturday night. The Giants are coming in. I'm confident. You know what really boosted my confidence? Jalen Hurts off the injury. We'll come back. You'll hear from Jalen Hurts what he had to say today about the mentality of this team, the work they're putting in. You'll hear from Jalen next, your phone calls. And when you when you hop on, estimate for us. It's, it's all an estimate. No one really knows the answer. When was the last time you had pizza? Apparently the Eagles coaches. It, it's my only, it might be my only worry about the game, that they're choosing chain pizza over all the great local pizzas we have. Uh, when was the last time you had Pizza Hut? My best guess is 2008 Somewhere in the Allentown area when I was in college. Tucker had it two months ago for some reason. Where? How about you guys? 215-592-9494 at Sports Radio 94 WIP. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.